General Ship Report. Galactic Business Navy Battleship Class Cruiser. Designation GBN Drinwin 010. Maximum crew capacity 35. Minimum crew capacity 3. Artificial intelligences 4. Primary intelligence. Nettle navigation, environment, tactics, and logistics. Medical intelligence. Free biological repair interface. Defense intelligence. Tact threat assessment computer targeting. Communication intelligence. Siren single intergalactic relay network. Weapons payload. Two front-mounted 50mm main repeater cannons. Four omnidirectional plasma torpedo bays. Two rear-mounted flak and shrapnel generator pods. Full complement of anti-personnel security measures. Defense package. Encapsulating energy rotating shields. 18cm diamond composite cladding. Maneuverability and engines. Standard retro rocket package. 150 megawatt fusion Kirby main drive. Einstein Rosen FTL drive. Range. Local galactic cluster plus five. Purpose. Peacekeeping and galactic law enforcement. Manufacturer. Kerwin Galactic Naval Shipyard. Two possibilities exist. Either we are alone in the universe, or we are not. Both are equally terrifying. Either way, we have no choice but to stare into the abyss. And whether we like it or not, The abyss stares back. Magpie comes running into the bridge. There's something on the ship. And immediately faints. What do you guys do? Shake Magpie. She's not responsive. She seems alive. I'm still paying attention to the more dire situation looking for all the information I can about the incoming ship. Wasn't responding, so now I'm just scanning it with everything we've got. The scans are all coming back that all their weapon systems are online. Their ship is basically in complete full health. All the engine systems are running fine. The shielding is running fine. They're not responding to any distress calls, but as you're kind of scanning them, a little counter pops up in the right hand of the screen and says, Time to contact three minutes and starts counting down. Well, first thing I'm going to do is uh, basically root all the shields I can to the side that the ship's coming from. Okay. Uh, just basically reinforce in case they want to soften us up first. So yeah. just reinforce that side. And you see that the weapon system is at 75% completion. All the weapons are down. At the rate that it's going, it seems like if you can hold them off past this three minutes, you might be able to get the weapon systems back up and defend yourselves if it comes to that. 
you are able to reroute power from some of the systems into the shields on that side. The ship, as it's coming in, they start shooting directly around the docking port on the side of the ship. And it seems like they're trying to test the shields around that, see what they have to deal with to get up there and dock with the ship. Okay, are we close to any um, bits of debris? When Nettle took over and maneuvered you guys out of the blast field, it was able to get you far enough away from everything. And that's also kind of how you got spotted, was that you guys are floating off away from everything. While I'm fiddling with the shields, I'm just, yeah, Nettle, give them a hard time. We need to buy three minutes. I understand, Hugo. I'm currently making as evasive maneuvers as possible without subjecting everyone to too high of G-force to keep everybody from getting thrown around pretty badly. Regardless, without our engine functions, no matter where I go, they're going to catch up to us. We don't need to outrun them. If we can hug a large piece of debris, they'll have a harder time docking. You got it. As you're talking to Nettle, Cassie is kind of helping Bastion get Magpie up off the floor. Are you going to take her down to the infirmary? Uh, take yeah, her to I was going to uh, take her to the infirmary. She doesn't have a room on our ship. True. <laughs> it's just a guest suite. I mean, there's some open rooms. She has a cell that has a bucket full of an eye and an arm <laughs> that I could stick her back in. But no, I was going to take her. I mean, we have to get rid of the captain's body from the auto dock. Yeah. Take that to the cargo hold and launch it, jettison it. Or In the infirmary, there is a built-in corpse disposal unit, basically. We call it a CDU. Basically, ionizes the corpse, burns it down, ejects it out into space. Okay. Well, we need to do that and get okay. Magpie on the auto dock, let Brie know. Hey, she just came into the room and yelled that there's a monster on the ship and then fainted. Monster? That sounds pretty uh, yeah. pretty serious, but I'll go ahead and start scanning her, see what I can see. Secondary question, Nettle, do you see any life forms on the ship other than us? Nope. One of my jobs is to let you know if, if I did. Yeah. So, no, I didn't. I have been getting weird readings throughout the ship, though, of different parts of the ship just kind of disappearing from my... From your sensors? Not quite. They just kind of disappear from reality, it seems. I can't pick them up in any way. Great. It doesn't seem to last very long, though. Well, so theoretically, the portion of the ship that we're in could at some point disappear. Yeah, Magpie was in the cargo bay and it happened and then she ran out and told you guys there was monsters in there. I didn't scan anything in there, but she did disappear for a few minutes. Okay. Please keep me posted on if and when you can sense this is going to happen again and where so yes. we can be prepared. Of course. Well, it, it seems more likely that whatever event is turning people into mindless killers is also affecting the ship's systems. So... Yes, I'm, I'm aware of that. I'm just saying yeah, it's that... It's not that the ship is disappearing... <laughs> the ship is not seeing what is going on, yes. and that same effect is causing people to see monsters. Mm. See monsters. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I guess my intentions in this is I understand it didn't actually disappear, otherwise yeah. Magpie would not any longer be here. Yeah. But to immediately confront the situation, do you want to be on the ship, Hugo, or in that area when it disappears and there's monsters? Because I am fully willing to be in that room by myself 
armed when said situation <laughs> is happening. Answer me this question. When the ship can't tell when it's going to happen and can't see where it is happening, how is it going to tell you where to be when it's happening? Well, I'm guessing that's what I'm asking Nettle is if it can tell me when and where the next occurrence. So far, I've predicted seven of these occurrences with a margin of error of 32%. Okay. Slightly better than guessing, then. Yeah. Slightly <laughs> better than guessing. Yep. No. I'm doing my best. Yes, just keep me notified if and when you sense something like that about to happen. So far, most of the spaces have been unoccupied. We have about two minutes before that other ship docks with us. Yeah, maybe you should pay more attention to that than potentially disappearing ship pots. Have they come up on comms? No. They have not been answering any hails or anything. Okay. Is there anything I can do to get weapon systems up and running faster you would have to divert power to that area but i mean hugo already has everything yeah pretty much going to shields going to shields yeah so at this point we're just kind of dead and waiting i mean could always get ready for these people coming into the ship yeah uh barbara what are you doing in all this Barbara, as you know, uh, one of her hooks is at the mercy of my fear and rage. And my storm points are currently at maximum. I'm sitting in the captain's chair with my head in my hands. Cassie comes out of the infirmary. Bree said that Magpie seems fine. She's not injured in any way. She's trying to revive her now. I'm going to go get some weapons. So I'll definitely say lockdown engine room. Cargo room, weapons, and munitions, and bridge. Keep people out of those areas for as long as possible. Also, probably we could meet them at the airlock instead of just letting people come onto the ship. That would be best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, once again, this being a military vessel, the ship has its own self-automated anti-incursion system, yeah. but with weapons being down, yeah. it's kind of not going to work until, you know, that's up. So you might have to hold the fort for a minute or two. Yeah. What Cassie does, she runs to the cargo room and she starts dragging some of the cargo bins in and kind of setting up a barricade around the airlock door to kind of give you cover. And as soon as this thing pops open, I'm going to drop one of my energy shields just right in front in okay. the hall. Hallway. So, Hugo and Barbara, you're staying up on the bridge mm -hmm. while this is going yep. down? I'm just monitoring systems and uh, actually being useful, unlike uh, <laughs> <laughs> the captain. After she locks down the bridge, Nettle has found a place behind an asteroid to give you guys just a little bit more time before they breach. Hugo, you see that short-range comms are operational. You have to figure at this point, it's been be an hour and a half or so since the moon blew up. Somebody has to have noticed this happen. Oh, yeah, definitely. The scanners start to pick up several different radio si signals, um, but without the long-range comms, you're not going to be able to like really fully pick them up and de-encrypt them yet. Well, uh, I'll work on you know just recording basically everything i can so yeah i can essentially manually decrypt things might not be able to talk but i can at least hear what people have said okay barbara as you're sitting in this chair there's several alarms going off every time you look around at the screens all you see is space and this other yeah, vessel occasionally i'll pick my head up and look around and then just shake my head and put it back in my hands. One of the times you look up, you see into the 
engine room and the image kind of flickers out for a second. And it's not like the feed goes dead or anything. It's just like there's no image. And then it comes right back. Yeah. Bastion, as you and Cassie are getting, you know, this barricade ready, you hear a strange noise from down the hall towards where the engine room is. You see the like lock panel on the outside of the door go from locked to unlocked back to locked again. Might be some sort of malfunction or something like that. Nettle comes over the intercom and says, I'm doing all I can here trying to avoid them, but got about a minute left. Is there any weapon systems in the docking hallway around the area Uh, that we're in that we could divert a little bit of power to these weapon systems? Well, the thing is, the weapons AI is what it's basically waiting for to reboot. You could go in and take control of them manually, but that will make it take longer for the AI to reboot. So it's kind of a risk assessment of, do you want to go in there, leave Cassie by herself and take control of that stuff? And then it'll take longer for your actual ship weapons on the outside as well to start working. Or do you want to wait it out, guard the door, and hope that you're not overwhelmed by the time the ship's weapon systems come back up? I'll go manually take them over if I can take them over. Well, the only thing you'll have control over is the interior Interior weapon systems at that point. Fuck yeah. Okay. I guess, can I go and tell Barbara to help Cassie? You can try. (laughs) Barbara, uh, will you please assist Cassie at maintaining order at the entry point of the ship while I go and boot up weapon systems okay. and and check out the engine bay, I guess. Yes. Please. Okay. Um, I hand her my assault rifle Okay. and, uh, <laughs> and a couple grenades. <laughs> Just like, please do your best not to let anyone on our ship. Okay. Uh, I'll do my best. Thank I'm, s- like, shaken. That's all we can ask of anyone. <laughs> Barbara, it's just to do okay. our best. Okay, so overwhelmed right now. Yep. Okay, I go off okay. to do that. You follow Bastion into the corridor and kind of take a position next to Cassie. Cassie kind of gives you a strange look and looks over at Bastion and gives him a strange look, but doesn't question anything. It's just kind of like, well, I guess this is working what we're with at. what we got. Yeah. <laughs> I should let her know I'm going to take over the interior systems manually. Okay, that, so that should you- allow us to keep power to the shields and have some weapon systems at the ready while our weapon systems is booting. Are you going to go check out the engine room first or go and take control of the weapons first? I was going to see if once they docked and we're already right next to each other, if we can divert that power from the shields to the guns to try and speed that process up. Since we're going to be right next to each other, they're probably not going to be blasting into us once we're actually fully docked. True. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, yeah, but we need all the shields we can get so they can't dock. Understand uh, what well, we're I mean, trying once they to get do. up close enough, they'll be able to. Yeah, I mean, the shields are going to stop blaster Ener- energy fire weapons yeah. and shit, but they're not necessarily going to stop another ship from coming up and pushing against it with its shield and canceling the two out. Mainly right now, I'd Space like to be able ways. to communicate with them and just let them know, hey, I have control of our weapon systems, and if you come into our ship, there will be deaths. And I've been having a really bad day. <laughs> so. so they haven't been yeah. responding to any hail, so you don't know if they're even hearing you or not. I'm saying once they dock oh, once and they're they trying to there. come in, I yeah. can be like, this is... This is a bad idea. You know, this is Captain <laughs> Gunner Bastion of the UGBN... You kind of help Barbara get set up. I'm just like placid with fear. I just placid. Placid. 
class. It is like calm. Calm with fear. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just calm. Like that, just like, like he blank. He tells me what to do. Yeah, blank. Just kind of face. Just do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like an oxymoron. It sounds like it shouldn't be. Yeah. But English. But it works. Yeah. Yeah. Pretend it works. I've and heard it people will. say that. I've read that in books. <laughs> I read. <laughs> so, uh,. As you start to walk away, you get about halfway down the corridor towards the weapon systems room, and you hear Nettle's voice begin to say your name, and then it's cut off. The entire corridor goes black. Hugo, in the bridge, Nettle says, Bastion, the... Oh, no. Hugo, the corridor that the captain and the lieutenant and Barbara are in has currently disappeared from all of my sensors. Oh, that's a pity. And it looks like we only have about 45 more seconds before that ship docks with us. Well, um, you know, hopefully it stays disappeared so when they try and dock, they go into nowhere. If uh, everyone comes back, that'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Bastion and Barbara. Almost immediately after the lights all went out in this corridor, they flickered back on. But they did not come back on as the normal, bright corridor lighting. They come back on as a very dingy, smoky Mm, yellow. Underworld. (laughs) And as your your eyes kind of adjust to this new light, see that Cassie's standing a few feet away from you. And all of a sudden, the gravity in the room fails. And you all start to float in midair. As you're looking around... You see the walls still look like the corridor walls, but now they seem to be made up of a breathing, fleshy material that seems to be oozing reddish-black gunk. As the three of you start to freely float up, you see that you're no longer holding any weapons. All the stuff that you brought into the corridor to make barricades out of is gone and the airlock door itself is sealed over with what looks to be this weird scabrous scar. All the other doors though seem to still kind of be intact. As you're looking around, they each start to open up one by one and slowly out of each of these doors, that liquid darkness starts to roil out at a low level across the ground. Hugo, in the bridge, all the monitors that would show you any image of the corridor that they're in are all just completely black. That's fine. While I'm uh, alone, (laughs) I'm going to spend my time uh, putting in a quick and dirty vocal override into the computer so I can switch off functions vocally. Do you have like a move? I wonder, is there like a hacking move? Well, uh, it would just be my expert, uh, which is programming, you know, artificial intelligence, cyberspace, uh, engineering technology and devices. You can just do it. No, no, I, I, uh, so it would be a normal move. So it'd probably be a, um, act under pressure or whatever the equivalent is. I'd say. Act quick. There we go. There we go. Act quick. Yep. That's what we'll do. Yeah. And basically if, uh, one of my expertise is in it. If there's a list of, you know, options I can choose from, I can choose one more or one less. Okay. Um, uh, that is nine. All right. You do it, but you can choose one, I guess. So since you're using your expertise, you can decide to choose one less, meaning you don't have to choose one. Okay. Yeah. So I don't have to choose a negative. Perfect. So yeah. Yeah. You put in a uh, voice override backdoor. As you're doing this, Nettle pops up for a second and it's like, Hugo, that's an interesting, I have not seen code like that, that, that. Okay. 
<laughs> uh, it'll be fine. This is the longest that any of the areas of the ship have gone dark like this. I think it might be that the captain and Barbara and Cassie are all in there. It could definitely be that. We only have about 30 more seconds. I'm, I'm going to try to divert some power away from the shields and... Uh, don't do that, because think of it this way. If this stops, we're still going to need our shields. If it doesn't, we have an extra line of defense of whatever the hell is happening in there. I... We are better off with that corridor disappeared than if it was there. I can't really argue with that. I'm just worried if it does come back and the crew isn't there, it'll just be you and me, Hugo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, that could happen. That is, uh, it potentially could happen, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Back in the corridor, these tendrils that start to reach up towards the three of you, and Cassie is just like, what the fuck is happening right now? Are, you guys are seeing this, right? Yes, I'm seeing it. I guess I try to get closer to the ceiling, grabbing the wall, and just kind of pulling myself up. Pushing oh, off of each yeah. other, yeah. As you try to touch the wall, it feels really slick and greasy under your hand, and as you kind of push against it, you can feel like a heartbeat beating inside of it. A voice comes over the intercom, which at first sounds like Nettle, and says, Welcome. Do you have blood for me? I need your blood. Um, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? I need all of the blood. Nettle, what is going on with you? Blood. You can have my blood. Thank you. As you say that, these tendrils come whipping out of this black fog and start to wrap themselves around each one of you. Cassie just starts screaming uncontrollably. Then the lights flicker on. You're back in the corridor and everything's back exactly the way it was. You're all kind of standing relative to where you were in the room. Now you just kind of reset almost. But you can see on Cassie's arm where they had wrapped around and dug into her arm a bit that she's got this smoking black scar almost it looks like. Great. <laughs> Cassie, we're about to be docked. I'm going to the weapon systems. We will figure this out as soon as we can. We have more pressing issues at the moment. It appears to be over. Please man your post. Aye, aye, Captain. And she looks visibly shaken. Yeah, I would and imagine. And goes back over to where she was originally, and her weapons are just laying on the ground right there. Picks them up and resets herself. And I'm, like, running down the hallway towards the weapon systems right now, because oh, fuck okay. this hallway. Barbara? Uh, Barbara, I put my hand on Cassie's shoulder. I say, Cassie, you've been touched. And I look <laughs> at her arm. She kind of pulls her sleeves. I'll be fine. When we take care of this problem, I'll go to the auto dock and see what's going on. Just You'll be fine. Just get your weapon pointed at the door and be ready to fire if they come through there, okay? All right. I look at her for a few more seconds, and then I walk to the other side of the room. Get ready. Get ready. Okay, Bastion, you get to the door of the weapons control room, and coming into it, you see a very familiar sight. I mean, this was your space. This is yeah, your office, this is basically. Where I am at home, finally. Yeah, and as you sit down at the terminal and start to bring everything up, you see the weapon systems have 15% left till the AI reboots, and you see another counter has popped up for the docking that is about to happen, and you see that you have 20 seconds left. 
as it is coming alongside, Nettle had tried to put a chunk of this moon in between the two of you, and the ship has come up, and a couple of grabber arms have come out of the ship and rolled your ship over a bit so that the airlocks line up. Where the shields meet, their airlock starts to extend out, and as it gets to where the shields meet, it opens up, and you can see somebody in a spacesuit take this weird broad contraption and poke it into the shield, and suddenly the shield kind of expands outward from that spot and the rest of the uh, docking tube pushes forward and connects to the ship. Barbara and Cassie can also see through the window the door lock open and this single spacesuit clad figure walk in, flip a few switches inside, opens up a small computer on his arm, starts typing and you see that he looks like he's trying to override the inner door lock. As he's doing this, six more guys come through the airlock connecting tube and come into the airlock and they're outer airlock door closes at this point you can hear them so you can kind of hear them shuffling around none of them are talking to each other they're just patiently looking around and waiting i just uh i'm not sure what the best of course <laughs> well, there's I, no weapons I'm, in the airlock itself yeah um, i mean i guess first things first i would drop the ceiling turrets aim at the airlock in that corridor as you take control you see that progress bar was at like 14 percent, and now it's moving two to three times slower than it was before but you're getting all the turrets opened up and pointed towards the door. Barbara? I asked Cassandra, or Cassie, where's the switch for the door? What do you mean? To open the door? Close the door? Lock the door's locked down. Why? I want to use my storm to... I can break something beyond repair. I want to break the switch. Oh, you can see the door control panel right next to the door. I'm going to break that switch do it. beyond repair. <laughs> okay, so... With my storm. So now, how does that work? <laughs> it just says when you lash out or act destructively, you spend one storm and choose one of the following effects. Something is broken beyond repair, and then you, you specify the details. Okay. Yeah, you just fucking do it. I just want it. to break that lock. I'm just so used to D&D of like rolling for everything. Yeah. All this stress and gravity of the situation is building up and you lash out with your power and the keypad for the door explodes outwards. And Cassie ducks down. And she's like, holy shit, they're coming in and like pops back up. And when the door isn't open, she's like, <laughs> did you, did you do that? Barbara's laughing. <laughs> Hugo, you saw the cameras come back up, but while that was happening, Nettle was like, Hugo, can you take a look at the communication systems for me manually? Everything is telling me that I am broadcasting into the corridor, but they don't seem to be hearing me or responding to me. Yep, I'll... Um... Yeah, take a look at the comm system. You get into the comm system for the corridor, and there is some sort of corruption in the coding for it now that you have never seen before. It doesn't even make sense that this should even be a thing. I'm just going to try and... Um, she was just broadcasting to the like speakers in the corridor or anything, not specific. Yeah, no, it was just a general, because she was trying to talk to everybody at once. Okay, um, just try narrowing the band down to individual you know, people in the corridor and their comms, see if we can reach them that way. Uh, who do you go for first? Uh, Bastion. As soon as you do that, this weird code disappears, yep. and you're able to open up a line directly to Bastion. I 
I can see you again, and uh, for some reason we can't broadcast to uh, your location at the moment. Are you using anything that could be blocking frequencies? Otherwise, it could be something hinky going on with the ship, maybe done by the pirates, maybe done by whatever is making everyone go mad. Yeah, I don't... I haven't seen anything other than... Uh, there was some weird some shit weird for a minute shit there. in the hallway where the lights dimmed down. I'll explain that situation later. For the time being, I can see the pirates in the docking airlock. Could see one of them fiddling around with a diagnostic computer on his arm. Uh, appears like he's trying to break into some of our systems so as you're saying that you can hear and actually hugo you've got the same feed up in the bridge and it enlargens on both of your screens as uh the guy that was fiddling around with this arm computer says fuck captain something's happened to the door lock system we're gonna have to cut our way in unless you want to cut your losses and the guy in the spacesuit <laughs> nearest to him turns to him and it's hard to see into these spacesuits. A few of them actually look like prison and mining issue. Like they probably scavenged them off of some of the other derelict ships. He just kind of smacks the guy with the arm computer on the top of his helmet and he says, We never leave a bounty behind. Cut it, boys. Two of the guys move to the front and from their hips pull out small torches and they start cutting through the door. I mean, they're going to get through it pretty quickly. So Cassie yells over to you, Barbara, that they're coming in. Get yourself ready. In the corridors, the miniguns drop down from the ceiling and point themselves towards the door. Are our three minutes up and are our weapons back online? No, because I took over the manual yeah, override uh, for the weapons. It looks like it's down to 8%. If you had to estimate, it's going to be back up and operational within a few minutes of them coming through that door. This is Captain Gunner Bastion of the U. GBN frigate Drinwin, you're trespassing on military property. I'm in command. We have the weapon systems up and aimed at you. What is the intentions of your visit to my ship? Kind of just trying to stall time. Now yeah. that I can see, it's going to be like a couple minutes before we have our weapons up. Can I stall these guys for a little bit? The computer arm guy looks up at one of the cameras in the airlock and presses a little button on the side of his helmet and the visor lifts up and the man looking back at you has a very deeply scarred face. He's missing one of his eyes, and he looks at you with that one eye, and uh, he says, We're here to take all your stuff, friend. I don't care who you are or what ship this is or who it belongs to. It's mine now. And everybody in the corridor hears that distorted nettle voice again, and it says, Now I'm going to have my gun.
you keep hearing the same phrase repeated over and over and over and over again. And it's just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the vision just went through my head. Oh, that's so funny. I did it. (laughs) I'm so proud of myself right now. That's the stupidest fucking reference. (laughs) For the, like, most serious thing. (laughs) Uh, 